After 24 days since the jettison of David Cully, the Houston Texans now have a new head coach and it's Lovey Smith. Welcome to this latest installment of Locked On Texans. Start the countdown. <laughs> Are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in everybody to another episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Get Upside. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TESTDOWN to get $0.25 cent per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Today's episode is centered around the discussion, the facts, the official. Lovey Smith will now be Houston's head coach for the 2022 season and hopefully for beyond. And when we look at this decision that happened in the 11th hour, where came out of left field, nobody saw it happening. The Houston Texans get a head coach with two decades worth of uh, coaching experience, two decades worth of head coaching experience. Uh, this guy, Lovey Smith, helped turn Houston's defense around. Top 10 in takeaways last season, top five in interceptions per pass attempt at 3.1%, I want to say. And so what he was able to do with a defense with no pro bowlers uh, and a lot of, Cody, as you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, band of Memphis players that really rooted for him like a – Kamu Gugier-Hill, Desmond King. We go to Twitter. Justin Reed, he's excited. It seemed like when the news was announced, Lonnie Johnson, he's excited because he can go back to his natural position. You mentioned that on Twitter at playing cornerback. Got the guys in the locker room excited about this decision. However, when we look at how we got to this process, Cody, are you a bit surprised? Uh, What are your thoughts and feelings of Lovey Smith officially being named Houston Texans head coach? Well, my feelings are, I guess there's a sense of relief because first and foremost, I got to take a look at hiring Lovey Smith, basically check the two boxes that I wanted to see the Houston Texans do. One, I wanted to see them get a qualified head coaching candidate. And two, and most importantly, I wanted to see them hire a coach who is not a part of the New England Patriots way. As a matter of fact, John, and I think you and I talked about this the day after after David Cully was fired, like the only head coach that I would have been okay taking that New England Patriots route, route would have been Brian Flores. However, even prior to his off-field issues that he has going on, I was still a little bit hesitant because you still got to take into consideration that Flores was basically from what you and I have been told was was Bill O'Brien 2.0. But I say all that just to say I can actually get behind the hiring of Lovey Smith. Now, do I think Lovey Smith is going to be the head coach that can actually take this team to another level, level versus where they were last year? No, I do not, because I do believe that it didn't matter who the Houston Texans hired, whether that had been Smith, whether that had been Flores, whether that had been Gannon, Kevin O'Connell, um, Josh McCown, whoever that head coaching candidate would have been. I did not see the Texans taking major step in 2022. However, I mentioned this on yesterday. I'm going to say 
it again. What I love most about Levy Smith being the head coach of the Houston Texans is giving the players a sense of stability, especially some of the younger guys like a John Grenard, like a Roy Lopez. Um, hell, the fact that he's keeping Pep Hamilton on his staff as the offensive that coordinator, was a big decision, which is by far the biggest win in my book when you take a look at the fact that Levy Smith is now the head coach. Talking about a sense of stability, that is something that a guy like Davis Mills would definitely need for his career. John, to me, like I mentioned, it's all about relationship with this hiring, and I can get behind it. So I do want to combat your this doesn't – it wouldn't really affect the 22 season. And the reason why I want to, you know, kind of question that a little bit is because we're seeing right now in the Cincinnati Bengals – the difference a year can take. And so if Houston comes out and they are in the same position that they were when they ended the 21 season, will this look like a mistake? Will this look like, as what I called it on yesterday's show, a panic move, or will we have to really give this some time, which I'm fine with giving it time because I do believe that Lovey Smith and Nick Casario should be tied together until the remaining of Nick Casario's tenure in Houston. And I agree with that statement. Is it realistic? No, I do not. I don't see Cal McNair and the Texans going above and beyond to get Nick Casario here to be their general manager. As we know, when we first started covering this team, our very first big story was the fact that they was charged with tampering because they was trying to steal Nick Casario away from from the New England Patriots. However, I don't want to use the Cincinnati Bengals, who, of course, is in a big game on Sunday as a prime example, because one, I do believe that Joe Burrow is that guy. And I do believe that he is miles better than Davis Mills. And two, most importantly, the Bengals actually took the time out to rebuild this team and besides the young pieces that they got, they were able to go out and get some very good veteran players, i.e. DJ Reader, that can actually speed up the process of their rebuild. And as of right now, at least, I don't think the Texans are in that situation where they're going to go out and strike gold in free agency uh, because everything that this organization has been through over the last 18 months, I do agree with you. Nick Casario and Lovey Smith should be tied together and I'm hoping that Lovey Smith, and I do believe this is a real possibility, that he can actually build on the culture that David Cully set in that locker room for the 2021 season. Because like I mentioned here on on every single day, and this is part of the reason why I kind of wanted to see David Cully come back, he set a culture that the players got behind, and he was part of the main reason why those guys went out and played hard. Now, I understand it. They ended the season with a 4-13 record, but you can make a case that they could have won at least three or four more of those games. Yeah, and what I like the most about this decision before we move on is his defense is already going to be set in place, which mm-hmm. has shown that improvement from uh, 2020 to 2021, right? And so now we won't jeopardize switching up a defense for the third year, second year in a row, going back two or three, four. So this will benefit the players like John Grenard, and we hope that he stays healthy for the entire year. Roy Lopez, I saw a lot of growth in Ross Blacklock, who wasn't drafted by this tenure but however i think he played well enough last year still on their rookie contract where this year they say we got to keep this guy in at least rotational situations and maybe he can be better than what we saw right we look at kamu Gugier hill uh he played to his best season yet 
in his career. Desmond King had an amazing season. Tavier so, Thomas. Tavier Thomas had a great season. The last couple of games for Lonnie Johnson, he put together a, a couple of good, good games to end off the season. And so it's very important for this team to get one thing. And that word starts with C, and that's consistency. Hmm. This is something this Houston Texan team has lacked. And that is what I like most about Levy Smith coming to Houston. Well, being in Houston, now officially named the head coach. I only question and wonder the relationship between Lovey and his front office. Will they allow Lovey to operate with no handcuffs? Will they allow Lovey to have a real say-so and input in decisions in terms of roster, in terms of draft, in terms of how he is calling plays or allowing his OC and Pep Hamilton to call plays? And Because that was a thing last year when we heard the chat and rumor about Culling and Casario. Casario being on the headset and kind of making decisions so but consistency is what the houston texans need i'm excited to at least see that and how that'll turn out for some of these younger players but online has you covered this season with more props more odds and more lines than ever before as football continues the march to the playoffs right to the big game in a week on next sunday but online remains the number one and best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news this season it's not just football but online has up-to-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is where the season and game starts. I also want to let you guys know about GetUpside. We mentioned at the beginning of the show about our friends, how they sponsored the show. Give you guys some more background. This is an incredible app, and everybody who buy gas, which is all of Houston and half of the world, they need to know about. Our listeners are making, or earning, excuse me, earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or score for college for 25, 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay for a price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. It's Super Week brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals, Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. I just got back from Mobile, Alabama with the Senior Bowl. Man, I wish I was out there in L.A. But I tell you what, <laughs> Mobile prices ain't L.A. prices. Yesterday's <laughs> price is not today's price, but Cody – Let's continue our conversation surrounding the Houston Texans. Um, what's next for Houston? Well, look, you got to take a look at the rally of the situation. Like I mentioned in the last segment, Pep Hamilton still being a part of this coaching staff is possibly the biggest win for the Texans. By the and, way, I do want to mention, I don't mean to cut you off, but oh no, go ahead. Texans wide receiver coach Robert Prince will be going to Dallas. And he was a guy that I thought Houston could have used an upgrade four. Mm-hmm. And so this now leaves Houston with an O-line coach, tight end coach, DN coach, which for that position, I do expect an in-house hiring and a wide receiver coach. <laughs> and, don't and now forget. QB coach because Pep Hamilton is now the <laughs> OC, which I expect Josh McCown to come in and fill that role. Yeah, and don't forget defensive coordinator. They got to oh, get a new man. defensive coordinator as well. 
Because I'm not a fan of your head coach trying to juggle both. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. But, and, and that's why I would not be surprised if his son, um, Miles Smith, who served as the Texans linebacker coach this past season, I would, be, I would not be surprised if he has an opportunity to elevate and take on one of those biggest roles. But, John, because we are sitting here looking at the Houston Texans now in need of, what, four position coaches and, of course, a defensive coordinator, Lovey Smith, he has a lot of holes that he needs to plug. But, to me, the biggest win, like I keep mentioning, of Lovey Smith being named the Texans' new head coach is the fact that they was able to keep Pep Hamilton and not only keep him on the current um, coaching staff, but they, that they elevated him to be this team offensive coordinator. And I love this move, if you guys can't tell by now, because you have an opportunity to keep him alongside Davis Mills. And I do believe because you have an opportunity to keep him alongside Mills, we're going to see Mills continue to develop. And two and most importantly, every time I looked at Pep Hamilton's coaching career, I've always said to myself, I would like for him to get another shot to be an offensive coordinator in this league. Because look, we know about the work he did in Los Angeles. We know about the work he did at Stanford. And of course, that transition over to his career with the Indianapolis Colts. And if we all, we all know his biggest prodigy is Andrew Luck. But when he was the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts between the years of 2013 and 2015, if I'm not mistaken, he had that offense going. And the only reason why that they wasn't constantly a top 10 offensive team during his time as the offensive coordinator, because we all know Andrew Luck's career and that whole entire Colts era was hampered by injuries. But the one season when everybody was healthy, the one season when Andrew Luck was what? He finished top three, if I'm not mistaken, in MVP voting. And the Colts ended that year 11-5. and five. They advanced in the playoffs. <laughs> Pep Hamilton had that offense booming. And he had that offense as a top 10 offensive team. And Andrew Luck had an opportunity to throw for nearly 5,000 yards. And, yes, I understand it. The talent of Andrew Luck was was about to be one of the best talents that we ever seen for a quarterback. But you cannot take away what Pat Hamilton did for Luck's career and what he did for that team when he was the offensive coordinator. And John, once again, when I take a look at Pep Hamilton, I'm looking at this from a standpoint of this is the biggest win for the Texans because look, if they did not elevate Pep Hamilton and they let him go to Carolina, if they let him go to, I think Jacksonville also had put in a request to interview interview him, that would have been the biggest offseason, if not one of the biggest offseason detriments for this organization. Cody, I love the idea and the decision to bring back Pepper Hamilton and not only bring him back, but promote him. Uh, he's very well deserved for this position. We look at his time that he's put in in the NFL. He has a ton of experience coaching quarterbacks where whether it's at Stanford, whether it's at Indy with Andrew Luck, they have that relationship. Davis Mills also went to Stanford. And so I'm sure that there's a relationship that's already built by that, that alone. But Mills needs this. This offense needs this. Lovey Smith knows what to do with these defensive players, whether they stay, excuse me, or rather they go. And I expect that because of this hiring, we may see more guys that in our mind, we were talking about some of the guys that may leave in free agency to better places. 
Maybe they come back and Houston is able to retain them because of the relationship with Lovey Smith. Same goes for Pep Hamilton, right? We know what he can do. And there's a relationship already there with Nico Collins, the young receiver. And so he, he kind of knows what works best for him in his young game right now and where he needs to go. Same goes for the veteran wide receiver, uh, Brandon Collins. But overall, this move screams he's going to give Davis Mills every tool that he needs to be one of the best quarterbacks in this division. And that's funny because this division, the Colts are not sold on Caution Strong. The uh, Tennessee Titans, well, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill is going Ryan Tannehill. And then, of course, we have Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, by the way, tried to poach away Pep Hamilton. Mm. Uh-uh. <laughs> Did not work. So uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for that man because he deserves it. He deserved another opportunity to be an offensive coordinator. We know that he was a head coach for the Houston Texans Roughnecks a couple of seasons ago for the XFL, I want to say. And uh, these decisions scream consistency. And I wonder if this was going in, in part of the vetting together with finalists about the coaching staffs because he was a man that I think Nick Assyria really wanted and needed to stay around. And maybe some of those finalists who were finalists or not looked at that position and said, no, I got my own guy that I want to bring in. Well, we're going to move on. Lovey Smith and Pep Hamilton spending a year together already in Houston make that move a whole lot easier and decision to make. And really quick, before moving on, I do want to add, I think the most exciting part about Pip Hamilton taking over as this team offensive coordinator, we're no longer going to see a watered-down offense because there's one thing I did not understand with Tim Kelly. You had a quarterback who time and time again showed that his bread and butter is when he is pushing that ball down the field with an up-tempo offense. We noticed that going all the way back to what? Week three in the loss against the Carolina Panthers, right before the Texans went into the halftime break, they scored that touchdown under what was it like under a minute or whatever the case might be. Davis Mills is a quarterback that needs to push the ball up and down that field, and he's definitely going to get that with Pep Hamilton. No more vanilla. Let's get some chocolate <laughs> on that thing for this offense. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto as well, with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models. It's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. Save money and time with Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same car parts from a chain store or your local car dealership. You know what? A Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, $216 from Rock Auto. You're saving over $100. Who doesn't want to save money? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On Texans in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they'll know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Welcome back and thank you for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Be sure to check out the Locked On Best Podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's also free and available on all major podcasting platforms. Before we get out of this latest installment of Locked On Texans, John Lovey Smith is the head coach. 
but I cannot help but wonder how much did Brian Flores lawsuit through a wrench in the Texans plan to hire Josh McCown as their new head coach. You and I spoke to two different sources all last week. You saw the reports from John McClain, Aaron Wilson, all Texans reporters were told that it was basically a done deal. And I think it was Wednesday morning. That's when we got word that Brian Flores had filed a lawsuit against the NFL stating the racial inequality amongst African-Americans or minority coaches in general um, with their ability to get these head coaching jobs. And as a matter of fact, all nine vacancies in the NFL has been filled. And I believe Josh McCown, look, I talked to a couple people. They say Josh McCown has all of the qualities to be a pretty solid head coach, but this just wasn't the right time. And I understand it. I get it. You look at the Houston Texans, you're looking at an organization who has not looked good at anything they did over the last 18 months, probably dating all the way back to when they traded Jadavion Clowney for a bag of chips. But, you know, I just take a look at this organization and I'm just like, if they would have went through and hired Josh McCown, then they would have been public enemy number one and would have been the prime example of why Brian Flores has the lawsuit going on against the NFL as of right now. And and this is nothing against Josh McCown. You know, hopefully he has an opportunity, if not to join the Texans staff, to maybe join another staff. There, there are reports and rumors circulating that there is a possibility that he might be a part of the Jacksonville Jaguars staff. But, you know, this the Texans PR would have taken a major significant hit if they still would have hired Josh McCown as their new head coach. And you know what? We, we look at the situation with Brian Flores and Josh McCown. And, you know, everybody has their own personal feelings. But However, I do believe that either decision may would have brought in Houston, brought Houston, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't think about uh, that. More negative press than positive. Mm-hmm. And for a team that has been in a lot of negative press dating back <laughs> To the Davion Clowney trade, the Andre Hopkins trade, JJ Watson, what he's saying, and then him leaving Houston to John Watson and so on and so forth. This was a team that needed some positive press. Mm-hmm. And so we can speculate about the decision to bring in Lovey Smith. We can all disagree, but it isn't a negative thing, right? It isn't like this guy comes with some type of baggage or it just makes no sense whatsoever. And that's what the trade for DeAndre Hopkins was, a, a, a trade that did not make sense whatsoever, at least on the field. Jadavion Clowney, a trade that did not make no sense whatsoever because he wanted money, he wanted to re- receive his contract, but then you go out and overpay guys, which that money could have went to Jadavion Clowney. Mm. Uh, Josh McCown, he makes no sense whatsoever. No no real coaching experience outside of high school and volunteering. And so Lovey dodges all of that has the experience went to the super bowl ended his last head coaching tenure not good however he's still above 500. he doesn't have anything in the news or press that will have people pointing at this decision and say well how could you bring this guy in when he's still battling what's going on outside of the field mm-hmm. which is what brian flores would have brought in so uh in those terms i think houston made a very smart decision but then you also could have went with Jonathan Gannon. We pulled his name out, and we don't know in depth how that ended up kind of going the opposite way. But 
uh, at least this next head coach, you won't have to worry about off-field issues. I'm Justin Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Like and comment. Share. Do everything. <laughs> as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And please be sure to follow me because I got some major news that I need to announce. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, Lovey Smith is your new head coach. Remember, I was the only one who played around with that ideal on January 12th. I was the only one. Put some chocolate on this thing. Peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.